That's more fireworks, my friend. Oh, mark the time. <laughs> Enough with the fireworks. That you know, isn't this illegal in this state to be launching fireworks left and right? I mean, <laughs> blame Southdown. Uh, Southdown. A grade. You are in violation of state experience. firework policy with your A grade experiences. Hey everyone, welcome to A Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a middle school teacher taste, review, and grade America's best coffee roasters, craft breweries, and more. We have new episodes every Monday morning at 7 a.m. And my name, of course, is Joe, and I am also, as always, of course, joined by... Hi, everybody. I'm Jackie. And before we dive into this week's episode, we actually have a bit of feedback to share from last week's episode, right? Right. Last week, we went to Lithology Brewing in Farmingdale, New York. Mm -hmm. And after we went there... One of the people from Lithology, his name was Manny, reached out to us on Instagram and gave us some really cool feedback after he had listened to the podcast about their brewery and kind of how it came to be. And he did tell us that Lithology is a geology term because two of his partners are geologists and they wanted to actually kind of name the brewery after the main ingredient of their of beer, which is water. And they get their water from the lowest aquifer which is formed by the layers of rock in two glaciers which was really cool and i guess they're very specific about why they called their brewery that and they use all long island and new york ingredients and that really kind of added to what i thought about the brewery and made me like it even more yeah which was all interesting because we're we always have this conversation when we do a review of whether it's a craft brewery or a coffee roaster as to whether or not we're going to tag them on social media and we kind of in general just have a threshold of about b grade because anything i feel below that somebody could take the wrong way or maybe be upset by or offended by which is interesting because in our estimation anything c or higher we kind of actually like that's satisfactory in our estimation and i don't want to say the grade of last week's episode in case you haven't heard it but it wasn't a bad grade i don't think but i could see how somebody might see that if they worked at a place or owned a place and potentially misinterpret it. But he actually seemed as if he said that he listened to the whole episode and he really appreciated our thoughts, right? Yeah. And it's really rewarding for me to hear feedback from people that actually run the places that we're going because we do want to showcase really good businesses and we loved lithology and it was really cool to get the feedback from the owner or from people that are really invested in the business because it it you know it just kind of opens our eyes a little bit we get some extra information and it definitely helps us going forward on the podcast yeah i think so right so that was cool and hopefully we have more positive experiences because i know it's going to happen one day where whether we tag somebody or not, they're going to not be happy Maybe with some of the things we say, which is why we're very open and honest about the fact that you got to take our uh, reviews, including potential critiques with a uh, proverbial grain of salt, right? A grain of beer. Well, or coffee. <laughs> a grain of hops, a grain of coffee roast. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, that was that was kind of cool. And uh, if you didn't listen to that episode, last week's episode, that was a cool one. Did that information change your any of your grades or make you think any differently about the brewery? Well, actually, that's an interesting question because it made me think that I wish that was made more apparent at the brewery, which was kind of part of what we said. I, I think I mentioned in the episode, 
I had no idea what the theme was along those lines because there were hints of exactly what he said. And that's something I would have liked to have seen be a bit more obvious. If there is this rock theme, this geology theme, why isn't that sort of made more apparent? I think that would be really cool to see. He also said that L-I in lithology is also standing for Long Island, which I thought was really cool. And I did not notice that, but the logo is very specific and very thought out. I think if I would have known these things, I might have given a higher grade to atmosphere and ambiance and even beer because of the local ingredients. Well, now I just feel like a dummy because I did not even make that connection. L-I, Long Island, lithology. That should be pretty obvious. And I normally really look into logos. I like logos. I like the thought behind them. And this one, I totally missed. Okay, so so not an A-grade <laughs> review for us. No, that's not true. I, I think, again, he appreciated the episode, he said, right? Right. And when we go into a, a lot of places, there's so much that we're noticing. And sometimes there might be something small that we don't bring up on the podcast or that we miss. So getting this feedback afterwards is really, really cool, whether you're an owner, a you work there or even someone that has been to a place that we review, definitely reach out to us and let us know how you feel about our reviews or if there's anything that we missed. Yeah, that's true because that's sort of what it's uh, kind of about, right? Absolutely. It's really about enjoying really good craft uh, stuff, whether it's beer or coffee. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> with that being said, let's transition to where we went today and yeah. what we're going to be grading today. So obviously brewery last week, we tried to go back and forth. So th- between craft breweries and coffee roasters. So this week we decided to do a coffee roaster that's pretty much been on our radar since we started the podcast. And that was, of course, Oh my God, I'm blanking. South Down. <laughs> I, <laughs> I've i had too much coffee to the point where my my thought process is tripping over itself. We drank a lot of coffee at South Down, which if it, that's a preview for what's to come. Yeah, which may be indicative <laughs> of our thoughts moving forward. But uh, yeah, South Down coffee. And this one was interesting starting out because there are several locations. And I actually thought that the we went to the Glen Cove location. And I thought that was the original location, but it turns out talking to the barista that their Huntington, New York, this is all in New York, uh, their Huntington location was the original, the barista told us. And what I had heard and I assumed meant that it was that the Glen Cove was the original is that that's where they do the coffee roasting, which is what drew me to deciding that we should go to the Glen Cove one. I've actually been to the Huntington one, but not in several years, so I don't quite remember it too clearly. And I figured if we're going to choose one to go to, let's go to the one where they're actually roasting the beans, right? Yeah. And it ended up being a really good idea, I think, because we got to see the roasting equipment. Mm -hmm. And that always adds a nice touch when you go to a roaster. And we also got some really good information about how each of their locations kind of is known or specializes in different things, and which we'll probably talk about later. The new location that they're going to open up is going to be their more bakery pastry location. So I'm super excited for that. But one location is known for their kitchen. They have a really good kitchen. Is that the... I forget. One of their locations. (laughs) I forgot. (laughs) One of their locations is known for food. One is known for roasting. One is going to be a bakery. And I'm kind of excited. I want to try out all their different locations now. And I should say that they mentioned this too that they are sort of contemplating, I suppose, eventually opening up 
a New York City location, maybe a Brooklyn, New York location. So anybody listening who is a city folk, this may be a very relevant episode to you because we still we're planning a city trip because there's so many cool coffee roasters in the city we have to check out. But those of you who maybe live in the city and you want to go a little bit outside of your normal sphere, Glen Cove isn't far from uh, New York City. It's right outside of it, really. Yeah, right? it's about a 30 minute train ride or a little, you know, depending on traffic, a yeah. little bit longer to drive from the city. It's in a good location that you in, you know, kind of the middle of Long Island where you can drive easily from the east, the west and the city to get to the Glen Cove yeah. lo- location. And I would say based on atmosphere and ambiance, it's definitely worth it. Oh, and that leads us to our first grading rubric category, which uh, what are the grading rubric categories? Because I keep forgetting to introduce them for new listeners every episode. (laughs) So (laughs) we always start with atmosphere and ambiance. Those first things you notice when you walk in, how you feel about the place. Then we'll go into service, coffee, and finally food. Yep. So four grading rubric, rubric categories. I really am tripping over myself that because I'm so caffeinated. Yeah, Which we did wild. have three cups of coffee there. <laughs> I, I'm feeling for my poor students over the next few weeks as we approach finals because it's only going to be more coffee from here, right? Uh, yeah, so those four categories, and then we will talk out our final letter grades for ourselves and then the final letter grade for a grade podcast. And some South kind Down. of recommendations of how we felt about the place overall, sure. how we would recommend experiencing it, and things like that. Yeah, anyways, uh, atmosphere and ambiance. Take it away. Okay, so this, <laughs> <I'm> so ready. <laughs> this location, when we got there, you we did. There's parking in front, and there's a parking lot in the back, so it was very easy to kind of situate and figure out how to get in. On the outside, it was in a white house-like looking building, and the outside was cool. You walk through different rocks and there were seating areas. Today was a little cold, so nobody was sitting outside, but you can tell that it did look like the seating area outside was really, really a cool spot to enjoy your coffee. Yeah, especially I. you pointed this out and I didn't quite notice until you did on our way out that the seats outside had for tables, these big tree trunks or stumps or whatever. That was the table for them, which I just kind of really liked. I'm not entirely sure why, but it just struck me as super cool, unique, interesting, different. And all around the outside, there were different spots where there was graffiti, uh, street art. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was cool. On doors, on walls. It just looked really, really visually appealing. I think the, the building attached to it was, I pointed out on our way out to with some sort of art gallery or exhibit space or something like that. That was kind of focused on street art. Yeah, that seemed to be the vibe for sure. Yeah. But then when you walk in, I have to say that when I walked in, I was kind of blown away. When you walk in, there are... Blown away? Yeah. Blown away? Yeah. That's next tier, baby. Uh, An A-frame vaulted ceilings that had wood going across. And you walk in, there's benches and tables and right when you walk in to the right hand side there is a fireplace that is on and glowing and then you walk straight into the place and that's where their counter is the counter was very neat and clean and behind the counter you could see the roasting equipment in the back the menus were super clear on the wall Everything was displayed. There was a nice organization. You knew where to stand. And they even had 
a bar where you can watch them do the pour overs. What a we difference that is. We have not seen this in weeks, I feel like, where you could actually stand and watch the pour overs. Everything, the layout made sense to me. It was very comfortable. And we sat at a spot in the corner right near the fireplace, which we could feel and see. There were plants everywhere, green plants in all different places. Their bags of coffee were displayed really nicely. The bathrooms made sense. They were in a back corner. And I just really enjoyed the atmosphere and ambiance. We sat there for a while. I was really comfortable. I could have sat for longer. Um, Take all that into consideration. What did you think? Yeah, that pretty much summarizes, I think, everything that sort of stood out to me too. And one other thing kind of building upon the fact that they did have a very organized layout considering the point that it is a coffee roaster where they're doing the roasting. We've been to some places where they say they're a coffee roaster, but it, I mean, much like Southdown, maybe they have several locations but and they're doing the roasting at one of those and then obviously transporting the beans and they're going to still be super fresh beans. They're going to be great beans, but you have different spaces to work with then because you don't have all the roasting equipment and and beans and that sort of stuff. So a place where they're actually doing the roasting, I feel as if is so much more difficult to optimize using that space and have all those other elements of the customer experience because you just have less space to work with, right? So I thought that was very impressive where you really got a sense of the fact that these beans are in the big burlap sacks lying around in the back or whatever. And they have that you could see the actual roasting equipment, which is always super cool to, to see where the actual process is happening and still have the space for those other things. Having said that, it is relatively limited in terms of indoor seating. I could see somebody maybe going there when it's super busy and feeling maybe as if there's not enough seating, but that's just the nature of the, the what they have to do there, I feel like. So I think with what they had, it was really cool. I I was sort of thinking with some of the tables, because they were kind of big four-person tables, if maybe it would make more sense with more smaller two-person tables, so that you could kind of have more people inside. But there's so many other considerations these days in the era of not quite post-COVID, right? Where, again, that's probably a very deliberate decision, especially over time, maybe better to have things spaced out more. So I can't really, in my mind, say that is even a critique, I guess, but... I did really appreciate the coffee sort of bar that they had on the side. It was just there enough where we could go over, talk to the barista as he made um, fresh. Basically, for those of you joining us for the first time, a pour over is a freshly porn fancy coffee uh, method, right? And so it's super cool to see that live in person. So many places, as you said, that we've been to, they kind of, sometimes we don't even see them do it. They're doing that fancy method behind a, pile of trays or something because they just don't have the space so when they optimize the space to be able to have you not just see it but to talk to the barista doing it it's such a different experience and it's such an experience that you don't get anywhere else which is why it makes so much sense at a coffee roaster you're not going to get that at a normal cafe so if you're going to get it anywhere it should be at the coffee roaster so when and where we see that it's always a better experience in my opinion and i think that was the case today where it was great to be able to do it, all of that, right, as part of the overall experience, I think. I'm always shocked when we go into coffee roasters and that is not an automatic setup. Yeah. I'm always shocked. And I can think on off the top of my head since we've started the podcast, there's only been a couple 
that we've actually been able to go over to a pour over bar where it's specifically set up where you can watch the pour overs. And I think a lot of different places maybe have changed their systems because of COVID, but this place was extremely COVID friendly and they still had a pour over bar. When you say COVID friendly, you mean, (laughs) is that the right term? COVID friendly? No, you want to be COVID anti-friendly. You want to be COVID anti-friendly. You want to be anti-COVID friendly, right? This yeah, because you're not friendly towards COVID. Yes. Everybody, all the people working there were wearing masks. That's true. And yeah. the tables were very spaced out where I felt super comfortable here. The last... Yeah. The I last, kind of... I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I kind of preferred, even though it, in my mind, in an ideal situation, it would make more sense to have more seating. I Like, I'm not critiquing it on that, right. for that for those reasons. Yeah. And I think you kind of, we've talked about this before, but there is sacrifice that comes into different decisions that you have to make. The majority of the space in Southdown was for roasting and they used a big part of their room for the roasting equipment and you could actually see it where sometimes that sacrifices some of the seating. That space could have been seating, but it said it's roasting. So I kind of appreciated it. And I, and I, I mean, the fireplace was so cool. Last thing about atmosphere and ambiance that I really liked was the music that was playing. I don't know if you noticed it. I never noticed the music, apparently. You didn't notice it because (laughs) it was just really cool beats. That sounds awesome. I don't know why I'm so oblivious to music. It was the right volume. Maybe that's why. It it just became part of the vibe for me. At one point. So I loved it. Yeah. When you went when you went to the bathroom, which is going to be a segue for you to talk about the bathroom corner. Bathroom corner is coming, folks. <laughs> but when you I don't went know to- why I say that so <laughs> remorsefully. When when you went to the bathroom, I was sitting and writing in my journal a little bit about my experience. And the music was playing. It was kind of like a lo-fi beats, just and there were people in there, but it had this very quiet, calm, comfortable vibe. And just the atmosphere and the aura of the place with the music and the fireplace and the plants. It felt like I was in the 1900s Brooklyn or something well, sitting in there. That was the other point that we brought up where we were trying to describe exactly what the interior theme was. Because it was not what I expected from the outside. The outside kind of it felt or it seemed as if it kind of had the northeastern United States, maybe... Colonial house. Or 19th century, early 19th century house. Yeah, colonial 1800s house, which you expect to have inside old wood interiors, which it did, but it was almost kind of more... Is warehouse-y the right right word? Yeah, concrete floors. Concrete concrete floors. floors, Yeah, I think even the ceiling was metal, maybe. And there were, uh, again, there were old beams of, of wood with old rusted nails kind of hammered in. But then there were touches of street art on different yeah, poles cool. and and things, which were beautiful. Mm. You can probably tell by the way I'm talking about it that I really dug the inside. But that leaves leads us to, of course, bathroom corner. Bathroom corner. So what did you think of the bathroom? You have to start. You are a bathroom. You are our bathroom this little, expert. This is the worst typecasting I could have ever imagined. <laughs> That I am the bathroom guru. <laughs> and the bathrooms here were very unique. So I they were can't very wait unique. for you to talk about that. Well, the one bathroom. <laughs> the other bathroom had nothing else going on in it. But the one bathroom, because there were two, which I always love when there's two bathrooms at least, which is good. That's a plus. But the the cool one had this street art mural, right? And it was, yeah. it was a, a kind of a portrait of somebody, I think, but beautifully 
done uh, probably by i would say by far the most beautiful bathroom mural i've ever seen it took off it, and it took up the entire wall yeah, that's why it, 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 was it was a whole, whole wall. wall it yeah. was sprawling there was no empty wall space it was just painted beautiful yeah and i will say the bathroom was clean I, I thought, in my opinion, sometimes you notice things that I don't. So was it clean? When I say that one time, it was like a fraternity bathroom. Yeah. Southdown did not have a fraternity bathroom. It was very clean. It was very clean. The only thing that I would have liked more, maybe, was by the... It was a big bathroom, and there was just a lot of empty space, which kind of weirds me out sometimes in a bathroom. And I felt as if there could have been maybe, I don't know, something there. Because there were so many other plants and things... Well, you can't really put a plant in a bathroom because there's no well, there's no light. There's no natural light. I have a plant right here. There's no natural light. You have one, two, three windows. There are no windows in that bathroom. All right, maybe I'm lying. <laughs> when you put it that way, I do sound like a liar. <laughs> you would need a, a plant with this, that needs this shows, no light. Or this low shows light. how little I know about plants or artificial light. In fact, when I got this plant behind you, it's a ZZ plant, I think, and I specifically asked the plant plant person, plantologist. Arbor, arborist i don't know whatever a plant person is uh i need a plant she she asked what kind of plant are you looking for i said one that i can't kill and she gave me the zz plant and i haven't killed planty yet but uh hang in there planty it does help that you have a lot of natural light <laughs> okay well there you go but you know what i mean wasn't it i i, I felt so there's this huge space yeah and the, the, it could have been a hand dryer utilized. and yeah i don't know put i've seen bathrooms where they utilize the space i, I put a a counter space or something i don't know yeah, i don't know i'm, I'm, nit- it. I'm nitpicking I'm it. I, it just weirds me out when i'm in a bathroom that has a bunch of empty space i don't know why that's a me problem maybe that is a you problem it is a me You're problem like, fill the bathroom with stuff <laughs> I don't, don't you feel weird sitting in a huge bathroom that's just empty no because i'm not generally looking around and well that's because that's why you're not in charge of bathroom that's corner. why i am not the bathroom corner person all right well <laughs> I may be, I might be. I just it. make sure it's clean. <laughs> it was clean. It was yeah. very clean. So that was that was cool. I thought. So with all of that being said, what do you think your overall grade is? Is there any other thoughts you have, or what is your overall grade for, for atmosphere and ambiance? For atmosphere and ambiance, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that we left out. I don't think so. Right. I don't think so either. The one thing that I was thinking about was, I did they have merch for sale or anything? I don't think so I didn't, not that i saw that was my only thing was that i wish there was some merch they that might did be have, the only place we've been to coffee roaster where i didn't see they had there were, some hats there was oh, a did, couple okay. of hats that by said, the beans by the bean oh. on the other side there were beans on one side yeah. and then over kind of by the bathroom there was coffee equipment so if you wanted to brew at home that you could buy but they it looked uh, like they only had hats so i that's that merch was, the, yeah, that was the uh, that was the only thing I kind of wish that they had, you know, maybe a little more merch. I think I know my atmosphere and ambiance grade. I think I know mine as well. What is it? Go ahead. Say it. Mine is A minus. That's mine. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad you put it as high as me. Yeah. I mean, I've never been in a roaster with a fireplace. I keep saying it. but That was, it was a really cool touch. Such a great touch. Yeah. And then the pour over bar, the organization. I, I really was impressed. And I think A minus is really fair. Yeah, I, I think it was a fantastic vibe overall. Um, it, for what they've done with the space, I think it's about what you would want to do with, with the space given maybe, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's cool. Uh, so that leads us to service. You want me to start? Yes. So <laughs> I feel as if the setup really helped with the service, right? As we were saying with the atmosphere and ambiance. 
which is ironic because we often talk about how one of the, the atmosphere and ambiance is inherently tied to service, which is why we organize the rubric the way that we do. And this was a perfect example where if that barista was brewing our coffee in the back or in the corner, it's a totally different experience, I, I think. And it's good that we had that coffee bar there to be able to um, speak with the barista because we had a lot to ask and he had a lot to say, which was great. His name was, and his name was Chris. I want to give him the shout out because he was so knowledgeable about yeah. the coffee and the process yeah. and recommendations. And, and this is a, a really great point to emphasize because this is what I look for in a coffee roaster and it's what makes the difference between a good coffee roaster and a not as good coffee roaster or a coffee roaster in general and just a cafe was when I started asking about the beans and the coffee, I could sort of see a light bulb go off where <laughs> he realized, oh, this guy's <laughs> in way too deep with asking about these beans, but awesome, you know? Uh, and that's not always the experience. Uh, more and more, we go to places where we get the full sort of spread of people like like him who are super interested in in talking to us if we're interested and then other times where you feel like we say you're a burden maybe right and they're just trying to get you out oh just pick from the list right right we've been in that experience quite a few times now and this was not that i felt very comfortable talking for a while to chris while he was yeah. making our pour over yeah and and so the i don't want to talk too much about the individual coffees themselves yet but there were probably more to choose from than any other uh, coffee roaster we've been to in terms of the pour over options. That's the most I've ever seen pour over option wise in my entire life. Yeah. So basically every bean. Yeah. And I'll explain more about that with the coffee itself. But he had really good questions for me in terms of what I was looking for and reasons why he would maybe recommend some over the others. And based on my experience and what I know, uh, you know, just continuing to research coffee, Everything he said made a lot of sense in terms of those considerations. So I thought fantastic job overall with that. I agree. I think that that was one of the better experiences we had talking with Chris about coffee. He definitely mm -hmm. was knowledgeable. He was able to give you exactly kind of what you wanted based on recommendations. And their flavor profiles were spot on. Yeah, well, that's... Again, it's it's funny how one category leads into yeah. the other because that's what I want to talk about next was what they said in terms of describing the flavor profiles of the coffee in comparison to how that actually came out for our experience, right? But yeah, it was super cool to just talk even about the process. I would ask him, how much water do you use at this stage or that stage? And we were kind of you know chatting about different reasons why you might want to use different ratios and all that sort of stuff. So... Yeah, just very engaging in, in that way, which I thought was great. Yeah, and he even was able to answer some of our questions about which location was open first. He gave us some information about the new location that's going to open and kind of where the business they see themselves going. And I thought that was great. And again, we do not go in saying that we are doing a podcast or reviewing. He did no. not have to answer these questions. And we were very curious. And he was really excited to talk about Southdown. I can tell that both of the employees there seem to really like working there. Yeah. Seem to think that their their roasters and owners were super talented. He even called them scientists, which I <laughs> so agree with. If if I, After reading a little more about how to brew coffee and beer, you are legitimately a scientist if you are making 
coffee and beer. So I really can't say anything bad about the service experience. Well, and that's an interesting uh, factor as well, or point as well, was we asked if, because he was so knowledgeable, if he was one of the roasters, and he sort of went, oh, no, no, I'm just doing this. Those guys are (laughs) legit or nuts, uh, which speaks to how complicated and complex the whole process is. But the fact that's even more impressive to me that somebody who's not because usually or oftentimes when we go to coffee roasters and the person making our coffee is knocking it out of the park in terms of their expertise, it's because they're the roaster themselves. So for the barista to, to take the time and develop the kind of acumen of the, the knowledge of that whole process, it ties directly into how and why you describe different coffees, how and why you recommend different coffees. It is a necessary element to an excellent service experience, and that's what I got there. And even the other employees, because uh, when I went back up for, because we got more coffee, which of course we'll we'll talk about in a moment, but they were super nice, they were super friendly, super helpful, so I thought it was great overall. Yeah, yeah and the i even liked the last thing i was going to say is i even liked how the girl who was serving us when you asked her a little bit about the different types of coffee she she did not know specifically how to really recommend a coffee for you but she knew exactly what to do in that situation to kind of say oh chris he can totally help you with this better than I can. That's a great and point. I yeah. appreciate that. You know, it maybe I don't know if she maybe hasn't worked there for too long yet. And she made a really good latte. It was my latte was really good. I also like she did make it. I also like how that's true. She did make a killer latte. She made a killer latte. So even though she wasn't able to kind of give you a specific recommendation, like we talk about that in teaching all the time. Mm. Sometimes the kids will ask me a question and it's okay to say, I don't know, but I will find out. Or I don't know. Here's who you can ask. Yeah. And I think that I appreciated that instead of her just kind of saying, well, do you like something light, dark or medium? You know, she really kind of got us the answer from the right person, which I appreciated. Just a side note. I also thought it was funny. I don't know if this has to do with anything, but when she made your latte and then you went to take a picture of it, she kind of said something along the lines of, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I would have made it nicer. Yeah. And we just kind of laughed and she laughed and we said, as long as it tastes good, that's fine. fine. Yeah. 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 She was when she saw me taking a picture. She was like, oh, like I I felt like she almost wanted to redo it. Yeah. And that wasn't necessary at all. Right. And again, I I think latte art in general is so overhyped. Honestly, it's to me. Uh, if anything, I, I, if you had to make me choose between latte That's a hot art, take. Or latte, uh, latte art is hashtag nonsense. latte artgram. What is it? Latte <laughs> art's nonsense. Who cares? It, yeah, I, I will infinitely more take a great latte in terms of flavor over any amount of art. And it and, was, and we've had that before. We've gone to places where there's no latte art, and it's a spectacular latte. And the latte art there was fine. It was. If we were grading latte art, I would say, okay, it was maybe a C. A C. (laughs) (laughs) Latte art. Um, Thank God that's not a whole category. Oh, my god! No, I don't think it should be. It's nonsense. Get real. Get real. (laughs) I mean, you could say it's part of the atmosphere and ambiance, but even then, get real. No. Yeah, it did not impact my experience whatsoever. So what do you think for service grade? Ah, I'm trying to think of anything I would improve. Um, I think it's an A. Yeah, I agree. I think it's an A. Yeah. Not I, A minus, A. Yeah, I'm going to go A too. I th- I thought it was everything that I really, not again, not just expect about a coffee roaster, but everything I love about a coffee roaster in terms of the service experience. Can you add fireworks or no? Only oh, if we give an overall. Down, yes. Can you mark down 
the time because I it's such a pain to edit in fireworks, <laughs> which is why I never give A grades in any categories. You're like, I can't like, go back <laughs> yeah. and edit in fireworks. Yeah, it's not because these places aren't A grade. It's because I'm just lazy <laughs> and I don't want to have to edit in fireworks. Uh, yeah. yeah, because I think when we give individual yeah. category A's, we should also get do fireworks because we, yeah. we don't give out a lot of no. A's. So giving out an A means a lot. And yeah. this was A grade service which is so exciting it's firework deserving fireworks firework stuff people all right so that leads uh, leads us to coffee i cannot wait to hear your thoughts on coffee <sighs> yeah it was S- multiple seven or eight pour over options what so that was wild uh and that was great to see and like i said uh chris had some great not just recommendations but discussions about those recommendations which i thought was super cool and the profiles were very distinct. They were very different from one pour over option to the other. I defaulted by going with his recommendation, which was a Kenyan uh, coffee bean. I forget the the name of it, but I know that the origin was Kenyan. And it was described as um, flavors of black tea, uh, peach, lemon. peach lemon. and lemon. Yeah, peach and lemon. And that was one of, and this is a really cool aspect of specialty coffee. When you get a pour over that's, just the beans itself. There's no flavors added, and it tastes exactly like that profile is described as. That's amazing, and to me, that's exactly what it tasted like. And I went up back up and told him how, especially on the the sort of finish of as you drink the coffee, that last flavor that you get was that lemon peel sort of uh, vibe to it, and they nailed it. And I thought that was super cool. Interestingly enough, because I like lighter, fruitier pour overs like that as opposed to the darker maltier chocolatey ones. And that's what I like. I like the darker maltier chocolate. But ones. this one wasn't objectively my favorite flavor profile because lemon is a little bitter and normally you're trying to make coffee maybe not not bitter, but I was so impressed by how spot on and unique it was and the fact that it was a different it was a good bitter <laughs> for a coffee that that lemon peel kind of zest. I was kind of blown away by that. I thought that was super cool. Before I met you and before I started going to coffee roasters, I did not realize, I'm being 100% honest, and I, I think even some of our listeners that don't go to roasters often, you know, even like my family that listens, I did not realize that coffee could taste so specific and unique. I did not know that it was possible to roast a bean that could taste like peach and lemon. And it's still wild. tastes like coffee. Yeah. It's wild. And I appreciated the spot on profiles that they gave. So you could really find a coffee here that matched what you would want. Mm. Yeah, I agree. And then I so much agree that we wound up getting a second pour over and we went the slightly darker route. Uh, the Gu- Guatemala, I think it was a Guatemalan, the Catal- Catalan, Guatemalan yeah. coffee bean. and Vanilla? That one was milk chocolate, vanilla, and something else, I think. So it was, again, a little darker. That one was also fantastic. You really liked that one, right? I liked that one more because I don't like when coffees are super bitter or fruity. I like the more right malty, nutty coffee. This one was so smooth to me. Mm-hmm. It was delicious. And that, to me, is a great sign when I go to a coffee roaster and I try two of their pour-over options, and I'm thinking to myself, damn, I should have gotten the other ones too. But obviously, I'm going to explode if I keep drinking pour-overs. And they were so different. 
So different. Do you know how we yeah. were talking about point. how sometimes you go to a brewery and you know it's not a great brewery because you can't taste the difference between the the different IPA styles right, yeah. or you can't taste sometimes you can't I, I couldn't taste the difference at one place between any of their beers I was yeah. like wait this one's an IPA this one's not they taste the same <laughs> <laughs> they t- they, trash tastes like trash apparently <laughs> this coffee roaster did not have that problem we were really they were so unique and they each stood kind of alone and i appreciated that and then of course we had your latte too which i'm super curious to hear what you think of that because i very uh, i just have thoughts on it so i ordered a maple syrup latte they had maple syrup on the menu they had latte options and they had flavors that were all natural so that you could really only get vanilla you could only get maple and they didn't have any super sugary sweeteners to put in which i really like i like having those more natural flavors Mm. what i really liked about this latte particularly was that the maple was not overpowering you could really taste the espresso the coffee and the oat milk was really high quality oat milk and there were little touches of maple that came at the finish, that came when you finished it. Sometimes when there's too much maple, I had this happen kind of last week, it is too sweet for me. So my latte seemed really balanced and really delicious. Yeah, I am sort of of the same mindset, especially in terms of the balance, which to me, that's the... I mean, there's a bunch of things that you can consider with a great latte. Obviously, you want fresh beans and well-roasted beans and well-extracted beans, but that ultimately ties into the balance of these other uh, ingredients overall. And I thought that your latte was wonderfully balanced. I mean, mm-hmm. so many places... Perfectly that, that balanced. We, yeah, that we go to that I don't like the latte. It's because, again, the espresso is coming through too strong. And then you notice, especially if there's imperfections in the extraction or the roast of the... burnt. A lot of times the espresso in a latte I'm learning is burnt. (laughs) Well, it's a darker roast maybe. Yeah. Usually, yeah. So, and in this case, yeah, I thought it was was so well balanced where, again, you can still identify the sum of the total product, but appreciate the total product as well. Super hard to do. And I think they they nailed it with this one too, so... I agree. And the last thing that I want to say about the coffee category is that on the individual bags of beans, all of their coffee was traceable down to the specific region that it came from, the specific roaster that, uh, not roaster, the specific uh, farmer yeah. that created- Or, or region uh, or at least. Region, yeah. And the roast date was on all of the beans. The bags were per, you know, perfectly labeled. And as I learn more about coffee production and how it goes from plant to roaster i really like this yeah so i i don't know if there's really anything else to say about the coffee category do you have a grade in mind um i think yes yeah i'm between two actually i'm sort of between two as well and can i say that it's i think by far the best coffee we've had on long island uh, I would agree with that. By far. Uh, yeah, I think I know my grade then. <laughs> <laughs> when you put it in that context. I uh, mean, it, it's yeah. the best. Co- my, yeah, uh, okay. I think I know my grade. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to go A. Me too. Yeah, it was, it was, it, it was it's awesome. It's A-grade coffee. We need to add more fireworks. Oh, God dang it. What time are we at? <laughs> I don't know. Just I'll just put fireworks through the whole damn episode. <laughs> the heck with it. 
whatever. It's yeah. the 4th of July up in here. Almost. <laughs> it feels that way. Yeah. Yes. I don't have anything really else to add to that. I mean, I think you just summed it up perfectly where within basically a 50 mile radius of where we live. I mean, there's a couple other places we got to check out, but compared to the others, this is they're not even close. I don't think it's the best. So I think that's fair. And yeah. I, I think anything else would be kind of punitive. So it wouldn't make sense. Glad that there is a South Down opening closer to us. Literally, probably a we can five minute walk, walk from from <laughs> from the studio here. I am so much so so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So that leaves us with the final category: food. food. What do you think? We ordered a lot of food. We had to order a lot of we food. We had to try a lot of stuff because the menu was awesome. Yeah. They had pastries and baked goods, but they also had kitchen food food. So we ordered avocado toast, Yep. a blueberry muffin, and a spiced chai scone. I don't know if it was a spiced chai scone, but it was a chai, chai latte scone. It was a spiced chai. It actually said... I wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. oh, look at you. You write things down. <laughs> yeah. All right, fine. You're smarter than me. Everybody knows. You don't need to rub it in. Why do you think I bring my journal with me everywhere? Because my memory goes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the avocado toast, I thought was phenomenal. I thought it was really great because if not for anything else... The fact that the damn bread was actually toasted. How many what? places yes. have we been to where we order avocado toast and it's just a slice of bread untoasted with avocado or um, uh, guacamole or whatever, yeah, you know, whatever yeah. they mash it up. They've actually toasted the bread, which is alone for some reason, a wild expectation <laughs> of mine. So that was great. Um, and then they had, I, I forget how it was described, but there was lemon zest to it. They had sun-dried tomatoes, I think, but they looked like fresh sun-dried tomatoes. They weren't from a jar or something. It looked as if they actually made them or got them from somebody who made them fresh. And then... The avocado was extremely fresh, too. It was great. And they had uh, those little bean sprouts or whatever they're called. Uh, I forget what they're called, but I thought it was uh, phenomenal. Uh, Yeah, phenomenal avocado toast. And I saved a lot of my appetite for the chai scone chai scone yeah and oh my god was it worth it yeah that was unique right it was so unique and there was something about that i really really love about a pastry which is when the outside is a little bit harder and crispier Mm. and the inside is soft and melt in your mouth and i found it in this scone when i ate the scone i said wow and you, when you ate the blueberry muffin, also said, wow. Those blueberries were so fresh. You did so not fresh. even realize you were saying, wow. But as you were eating it, you went, wow. I like the scone, wow. too, because not only wow. was that phenomenal, but it was so unique. I've never so had a chai unique. scone, a chai tea scone, or whatever the hell it was called. And Chris did say that they have a pastry chef. I'm not surprised. And I am... Not surprised at all. It was one of the best scones I've had in my life. It was yeah. delicious. It was pretty great. Same thing with the blueberry muffin. It was weird too. It was it was like a tall blueberry muffin. I don't know what that was it about. It looked beautiful. Yeah, it was really it the was presentation great. Yeah. of how they gave you the food also was really beautiful. Mm. The they were in packages that were stamped 
Southdown yeah, Coffee cool. with a very unique label. I mean, perfect for taking awesome Instagram pictures, which I will put up pictures of the pastries. Yeah. My only critique, potentially, okay. is the fact that it, I think it was kind of a limited menu, but I don't even feel comfortable calling that a critique because at the end of the day, it's still a coffee roaster and they have the roasting equipment there. So you can only provide so much food. So I almost feel as if the fact that it's not a huge, crazy, expansive menu like other coffee roasters we've been to is fine because I, my, my point is I'm actually impressed that it was as detailed of a menu as it was. Again, it wasn't something where you had 20, 30 options maybe. Well, maybe with the pastries you did. I don't know. There were there were several. There were a lot of like pastries in there. Pastries, there were also home, different pastries. homemade vegan granola bars on the bottom shelf. Yeah. This place, I felt like, had a really good range of food that whether you were stopping in before work and wanted something small or if you wanted to sit down and have breakfast there, you could have either vibe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. So what do we do for food? Hmm. I thought it was great. I thought I loved it was it. great, too. Yeah, I don't see, honestly, if I'm going through, that was an A-grade scone. That was probably A-grade avocado toast. Uh, and that blueberry and muffin. And an A-grade blueberry muffin. And I, I guarantee if the eggs, they had eggs on their menu, would have probably been perfect. Yeah. They had, I wanted to try a granola bar. We wanted to get more food. Uh, I, again, that's a good sign if we want to keep trying things. Again, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a go-to spot for us to have breakfast or lunch when the one opens locally by us. It's going to be dangerous. And the pastry, that the one by us is going to be a bakery, more bakery-focused oh, location. I'm going to have to go to the gym so much more. <laughs> South we already, Town, pe- what are you going to do to us? I don't know if people like... Well, some some people know who listen if they know us, but we go to the gym a lot because of this podcast between the the breweries, craft breweries and coffee roasters. We're always eating nice and toasty treats at the yeah. roasters and burgers and fancy stuff at the at the breweries. So it adds up calorie wise, but it's totally worth it when it's worth it. And I think this is one of those cases. Right? And we are going to go for a long walk, hopefully today. Yeah, long calorie burning walk is, is needed <laughs> so so we both agree so a, a for food a for food that's more fireworks my friend oh uh, mark the time <laughs> enough with the fireworks isn't this illegal in this state to be launching fireworks left and right i mean <laughs> blame south down uh south down a grade you are in violation of state experience. firework policy with your a grade experiences all right uh so what does that leave us with overall i mean this may be the best report card so far since we started the podcast um, for atmosphere and ambiance, you gave an A minus. I gave an A minus for service. We both gave A's for coffee. We both gave A's for food. We both gave A's. Wow. That's so that's crazy. That's crazy. We very rarely line up entirely with our grades. We are completely in agreement. And I think our total grade each of ours Seems pretty obvious. Well, we still have to do the three, two, one countdown. Yes, we do. And for those of you at home that like to guess, yeah, put in your take bets this now, time right now. Put in your bets. The, what do you think it's going to be? The odds. What are we giving the odds on our final grades for people who want to guess? Ten, ten to one odds. Like if you bet a dollar. And, what if? Uh, what? Yeah. What if? No, I, we're not taking odds. But what I if I just? What if I just came out there? It was like F. <laughs> Imagine. Could happen. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, Three, two, two one. one. D A. minus. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I not think you were going to do that? Uh, A. I'm going to go with A. 
A for uh, awesome. A. Awesome A overall. for awesome. Yeah, uh, th- that was spectacular. I really enjoyed everything, as we said. And I think this is pretty straightforward in terms of the overall podcast grade, right? We're going to go with A. An A overall? Yeah. This is actually only the second A that we've given out since the podcast started. Yeah. We gave out yeah. an A to Fondati, Fondati a coffee, coffee roaster. Yeah. And we gave out an A to Southdown. Southdown was hyped up. I was... I had high expectations. Had high expectations. So that should also be said. We went in with high expectations. We keep on getting this recommended to us that we should go here. We should go here. We should go here. And we were not disappointed. Uh, Best coffee roaster on Long Island? Well, so far. That we've gone to so far? We're coming for the rest of you. We're coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny. It's interesting that you mentioned Fondati, too, because that is our only other A grade. And a lot of what I loved about this place, I also loved about Fundati. They're very different in their own ways, too, I feel like. But th- a lot does line up in terms of what how we felt in terms of comfort with the atmosphere and ambiance, how we felt with the quality of the coffee, how we felt with the service experience, I think, especially with that engagement. So it, it's a really sort of confirmational sign, I feel, as if that A's are rare for a reason. But when you do feel as if you've found that outstanding level of uh, engagement and quality, it's worth giving because that's sort of what you really look for and that's what we're looking for. And again, there's a lot of other factors to consider in a lot of other places. There are other locations we've been to of other coffee roasters and breweries that aren't quite solid A's, but they might be fantastic in other ways too. So I, I think overall, when we give an A grade, it is something that is noteworthy, but it still comes down to those individual categories of what we're pointing out. And that might mean different things for different people. But in this case, overall, I mean, pretty much those individual categories even are very well uh, <laughs> or very impressive overall, right? Yeah. And overall, I think one of the big goals of starting this podcast, if you've listened before, you know this, is to find those A-grade small businesses. And a lot of times as businesses get bigger, kind of like what Southdown is experiencing, where they're growing and opening up more locations, you sometimes lose that intimacy that you get when a place first opens to, to talk to people, to hear the goal, to hear about the business. They have not lost that. It still feels like a small business. It still feels like a place that you can be comfortable. You could be a local at. And I just really thought I was blown away by the experience. I cannot wait to go to their new location yeah. and see what that's all about as well. Yeah. And s- surprise, surprise, they're opening up new locations seemingly uh, left and right. Not really, but they have several locations now for a reason, right? If none of this w- were true, they obviously wouldn't be in a position to be opening up a location by us, which is about an hour away from there, the location we went to today. And wanting to eventually do a city location maybe, right? Yeah. And I would recommend that if you were anywhere near any of their locations, Huntington, Northport, Glen Cove, Oyster Bay. Oyster Bay, I think. Wow. So they're going to have five now. Yeah. And the one is going to be, if you look at their social media, they're opening one in Port Jefferson and hopefully even expanding bigger than that. I would say that if you are near any of these locations and you have not been to a roaster yet... Go to Southdown. Oh, it's a great first roaster experience. And look at the menu. Look at what they offer, too. There's a, a, there's so much that a coffee roaster can do. I would recommend checking out the pour-over option. It seems as if they're always going to have somebody on staff who's really knowledgeable at it, which is what you want for a first pour-over experience, or the lattes. 
as well are just fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I would say as well, if you're a city person, Glen Cove isn't far. If you're take from New York City, yeah, take the right train. By the train station. Yeah, check it out. It's awesome. And we're happy to uh, promote those that we're happy to promote. I, I think guess. we'll definitely be tagging South <laughs> down in this episode. Oh, yeah. I think, I think again, oh, they're going to be furious. Going they're going to be like, circle. what was that one A minus category? What are you talking about? What an experience. It was a great way to start our Sunday. Yeah, it really I would was. Say so. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I guess that's everything. Yeah. Let us know if you've Ooh. been to South Down and. If you agree or disagree with our grades, reach out. Let us know if you have any questions, any recommendations for places that we should go. Yeah. And I guess a couple other things just to wrap up on. We will be posting pictures of South Down. So if you're on Instagram, check us out. Just search for A Grade Podcast. And if you want further bonus content, we offer that on patreon.com slash A Grade Podcast. There should be a link in the episode description somewhere where you can click on that. And if you subscribe, basically donate, I think it's less than a dollar an episode now, you get all sorts of bonus content uh, behind the scenes, uh, further pictures, uh, sometimes videos too. We'll post some videos. Full report cards. Full report card grades of all, all our other locations. Um, the videos are worth watching. The videos are worth watching. because A little unleashed. Those don't always make it on Instagram. <laughs> so yeah, you can check check that out on uh, patreon.com slash podcast again for more. And last but not least, we are kind of about to hit a milestone in downloads. And as soon as we do that, we're going to do a Ask Us Anything live, live stream, stream should, on Instagram. Should I check Instagram? We were at yes. 998 downloads since we started the podcast. We are two downloads away. <laughs> what if from... What if we got the two during the podcast? I'm going to check right now. That would be great. Uh, Let's see. This is... <gasps> no, nothing. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very cool. So maybe when next we time. Get those le- the, maybe next time. When we get those last those two downloads we will have hit 1000 downloads and we will do a special episode and well we a, might we might just do a live, live stream. stream on instagram yeah a special live stream and then set some more goals yeah pretty much which are we will have lots of goals moving forward for sure and we have a lot more interesting locations we're going to try to do by the not just by the end of the year but going into next year we mentioned i think last episode we're planning a new year's trip to portland oregon so there's going to be some crazy awesome locations that we visit there and we're also planning a new york city trip in a couple of weeks so we'll have some really interesting places that we found that we're targeting for new york city uh to finish up the year as well right i can't wait i'm so excited oh i'm so excited and we do have a very special new year's episode that we will be doing oh, the, on the podcast but the grady's let's not uh, no we can talk give, about the oh, grady's okay yeah the grady's the, okay. we're having a final end of the year it's going to be before new year's but our last episode of the year is going to be the grady's award show the a grady's i don't know exactly what yeah. we decided to call yet <laughs> but we're going to be nominating giving awards to the best places that we visited for different ca- rubric categories and then different overall grades and we will have a guest on that episode to settle any disputes oh there's going to be disputes i guarantee disagree it. with our awards <laughs> i guarantee it so uh keep an eye out for that that will probably be in like a month yeah. right uh, the A Grady Awards, A Grady's. Yes. Um, and we'll take it from there. Yeah. And we hope that all of our listeners, whether you're new or have been around since the beginning, you have a happy Thanksgiving this week. Coming oh, yeah. Up. Happy Thanksgiving. We'll yes. see you uh, on the other end of Thanksgiving. Yes. We'll much, see you when we're all turkeyed up. Much more bloated. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> so until next time, thanks again for joining us. And we will see you then. So take it easy. Enjoy your holiday and uh, hope to see you then. Sounds great. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.